This is the Accidental Safety Pro, live at the 2019 National Safety Congress and Expo in beautiful San Diego. My name is Jill James, Vivid's Chief Safety Officer, and with me today I am joined by Christine McConnell, who is the Philanthropy Officer for the BCSP Foundation, or better otherwise known as the Board of Certified Safety Professionals. Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jill. Really appreciate this. So, um, the foundation, tell us, for anyone who does, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the Board of Certified Safety Professionals right. and the designations maybe that they've gotten through them, testing they've right. helped with, but maybe people aren't familiar with the fact that you have a foundation. Well, it's because we're new. Really? I know it's so brand new, Jill. It's an exciting time. So for those of you who are familiar with BCSP, you know we've been around for 50 amazing years mm -hmm. contributing to the field. And over the evolution of those five decades, they've done a lot to invest back into the profession. And the board has really been committed to that. But they took a next step in the last decade to really make that manifest by supporting other organizations' foundations. They do um, a fair amount of giving through the ASSP Foundation to support students and other projects and research. Mm -hmm. And then they've also decided to do a lot of that on their own, supporting universities through their accreditation and reaccreditation programs, hmm. and then supporting students on their journey. So they were providing student scholarships. And then about five years ago, they decided, well, maybe we need to formalize our giving process. How okay. do we do more in this space to support mm -hmm. the profession? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. And then two years ago, they voted as a board to really take that next big leap. And they made a significant financial investment to get the foundation off the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and they've committed tremendous resources to it themselves mm -hmm. um, and then they're personally invested and so it's now formally its own 501c3 mm -hmm. um, and we're in that really interesting charitable space and we have our own strategic plan and we have our own group of donors both individual and corporate mm -hmm. um, and it's it's really unique but it's a direct reflection of BCSB's commitment to advancing the field yeah um, and it's kind of the softer side yeah. So, Jill, we get to do really interesting things like, like you know, um, you're aware of it. We kind of get to step outside of just the credentialing. Mm -hmm. And we've expanded beyond just professional advancement. But how can we support the field in other ways through research? Yeah. Or how can we do other, like take on big scope projects yeah. that would be otherwise limited by the business model for just BCSP, which is credentialing, mm -hmm. which is huge on its own, mm -hmm. right? So we get to be that kind of like stretch side of safety and go really exciting spaces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the accomplishments of the foundation um, to date? Can, well, so can the you give big, us some ideas? No, yeah. I think it's fun. So because we've like... We've just filed our first 990. So in January... Of What's a 990? I, it's our tax-exempt status. Okay, okay, it's okay. our IRS forms. It's a... It's a seriously, in the yeah. life of starting a giant, like a philanthropy, like it's a big it's deal. It's a big deal. So, no. So... So we actually were formally incorporated a year ago. Okay. Um, and in that one-year space, mm -hmm. um, we held our first research and innovation summit. Oh, wow. I... It was amazing yeah it was amazing and that's the reason that we can do things like that is because we sit so firmly on the foundation of BCSP's commitment mm -hmm. to the community mm -hmm. and we can pull on those resources both staff and credential holders mm -hmm. and 
that allows us to really like go big mm-hmm. right away. But we we held our first research and innovation summit, and that's one of the the primary programs for mm-hmm. the foundation. Okay. But we brought together a hundred individuals. Um, to Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. and we had two full days, and during that time we conducted research roundtables too, which is really the larger framework of having this conversation about what do we not know in safety? Yeah, right. And how do we get there? And that will drive the foundation's giving Mm -hmm. in research and innovation grants Mm -hmm. um, for the next two years. And then we'll bring those people back together and present again. Mm -hmm. But it was unbelievable accomplishment. So we're very excited about that. And then we have other projects that we're working on, but that's like a... Like in a year, yeah, that's a really big deal. A big accomplishment to have right. a, to have our first summit, um, mm-hmm. and it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was great. It so was good great. things came of it. So um, research and innovation is one of the focuses of the foundation. Yes. Are there are there two other primary we focuses? Do. Is that how it works? We do. So we okay. have the three. So we we are maintaining that continued investment in um, in faculty. And in the school programs, so that tradition of giving that started was the initial idea for the foundation. Mm -hmm. We're maintaining that through our professional advancement opportunities. We're also supporting people through research and innovation, which is new. So we'll be doing uh, masters and dissertation, so thesis and 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 dissertation level investments. Okay. And then um, we'll do three at the masters and two at the doctoral level Mm -hmm. every year. Okay. And you can apply for all of those right through our website. So we have the whole online application process. It's a really great program. The student applications for student scholarships are in the same space. Yeah. Um, So let's just just pause for just a second for people who are listening who are like wait a minute what i'm a student right now right let's rewind what did christine just say is available for me five thousand dollars okay so we're rewarding one five thousand dollar scholarship to every um qualified academic program a student from every qap that bcsp has listed okay and the good news is if you go to the website all the criteria is right there joe Mm -hmm. so you can read about deadlines yes we have deadlines uh-huh. for submission and and all of the application requirements mm-hmm. and it's all right there and available to you mm-hmm. and the same thing is true for the research the research funding and the innovation mm. so we do have some fun space in the research where we'll do one like proof of concept um, early seed funding and it's a small amount it's a modest one it's about $25,000 we'll mm-hmm. do one of those per year okay um, but it's enough to get people started on okay. developing the concept mm-hmm. and then we'll do some collaborative giving um, through the foundation with other organizations that we've partnered with um, so that's nice but the innovation stuff yeah Jill so exciting this is crazy cool mm-hmm. okay so this is for everyone who developed a solution in the garage <laughs> like you were someplace and you and your buddy like needed to fix something and you looked around at all your co-workers and like well if we just had X piece yeah. and you went and made it in your garage out of like whatever Legos mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. but it fixed the issue yeah and you realize maybe you don't have the skill set or maybe you don't know how yeah. to, to bring that forward yeah. and to do all the necessary paperwork for trademarking and sure. protections and it's something that has to do with safety both workplace or community yes is that it okay yeah it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a tangible it can, okay. be, a, it can be a procedure it can be okay. anything that really steps into that safety space but it has the potential to impact lots of mm. and benefit others. So yeah. we're here to help you do that. Right. So safety professionals who are listening, who have done something in their 
maybe uh, workplace or their um, or maybe in their um, in type of industry an industry maybe an industry group maybe you belong to a a group uh, for safety for just your type of industry like one of our previous guests was talking about an electrical federation group they were part of or I've mentioned I was part of the U.S. Poultry and Egg Association before another professional friend who's part of a zoo and aquarium industry maybe as a as an industry group you came together and came up with a process procedure a thing uh, right that you could go to the foundation for help to make it real or live right. or within your own company. Right. right? So okay. it's really exciting. So it's two rounds of funding, right? Okay. So the first one is only $10,000, and it's sort of to, like, only. build. That sounds to, like a lot. Well, $10,000 <laughs> yeah. to move it. It's up to ten, to move it yeah. forward, right? Uh-huh. But then we'll give you all the professional services to wrap around. So that $10,000 is really to build the mold yeah. or to, like, do some more testing or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And then... We'll do two of those a year. And mm-hmm. then after that, what will happen is you can come to us and you'll sit through a panel and you could qualify for $50,000 and then the next level. And we'll hopefully help you match you with the marketplace. Yeah. Wonderful. So that's kind of like we we are working really hard at the BCSP Foundation to make sure that we're stepping into spaces that others haven't yeah. gone, right? Yeah. Sometimes the work is like too big or it's too hard or sometimes it's just like... I don't know, is there value mm-hmm. in it? And mm-hmm. so let's not duplicate, right? Yeah. We're going to do the student scholarships because we believe in it and it's the right thing to do. Yep. And we're going to support, we're continue our support of other organizations through their scholarship programs. Mm-hmm. But I don't look at that as our primary driver. And it's that is something we just maintain and we will, we will perpetuate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the opportunity is in these research and in, in innovation areas mm-hmm. and in youth safety. And so doing those sorts of things. Yeah. It's, it's making sure that we're creating a lot more opportunity in a lot of different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, wonderful. Those are some really great and exciting pieces of news. Yeah, for safety professionals to hear, especially you innovators out there who are like, I, this could be better. This right. could be different. And you know you know how to make it better, right? Yeah. Or you already have, yeah. but you're like, maybe you don't think that what you fixed for yourself and you know your other your coworkers, oh, sure. where else it could go mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so let's help you take it there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. wonderful and then you mentioned just just a second ago that third initiative youth oh. safety so talk a little bit about that so youth safety um is really the driving force behind dr turnbow um for those of you who don't know um uh, dr Teresa turnbow she's the ceo of bcsp but she's also a mom, mm-hmm. right? So she raised three kids, mm-hmm. and she's familiar with what it looks like for teens to enter the workplace. Yeah, um, kind of scary. And it is, it is scary. Mm-hmm. And I think one of her quiet goals in, in sort of bringing the foundation to fruition was, what are we going to do about this? Yeah. And there are a lot of organizations that are involved in some way in youth safety, mm-hmm. including a, a fabulous partner of ours, NIOSH, mm-hmm. um, who has what's called Talking Safety, which is a great program. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there are limitations to, to what we've sort of seen, right? Mm-hmm. And and grateful to everyone who's willing to be in that space. But the recognition that to have a really big impact is a really expensive deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It requires a huge lift from a fundraising standpoint. And if you're NIOSH, you don't fundraise, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're already you're, invested in the public good. Yep. Um, and if we're going to do this really, really well, it has to be free. Yeah. It has to be free. It has to be accessible. 
And there's some programs out there, um, not even not in the domestic market, but there's some programs internationally that really have made a difference in um, youth safety in numbers, mm-hmm. um, diminishing numbers of incidents, but also in buy-in from the corporate community because mm-hmm. I think that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to be in the school systems. We need to have good partners in the trades and the crafts. We need to have really strong relationships. And so I think the prohibitive factor has been money. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. Um, it's also really time-consuming. Um, and in order to develop a curriculum... It requires a huge pool of SMEs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The good news for me is, once again, I can lean on BCSP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We develop credentials. It's what we do yeah. of the highest standard. Mm-hmm. And so I have this immediate like pool of resources on the backside. Of and so subject matter experts. Of subject, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And they're available and anxious. Mm-hmm. Right, let's do this. Let's fix yeah. it. Um, and so, and we have partners who, who can provide us with the platform or are interested in that space of, of making it accessible to everyone. Um, we have tremendous amount of corporate interest, and so now we're here. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, everyone's been anxious. Um, but if you're interested, if, it's, if it rings a bell with you, I would like to see every mayor in every city who has a program for hiring youth in the summer mm-hmm. before we throw a yellow vest on them mm-hmm. let's make sure they've done this yep. right let's make sure they've they've cre- they've they've fulfilled some and gotten training their, and gotten their digital badge yeah so they'll have their own unique digital badge they'll be able to present that into employers employers will have a database that they can search yeah uh, and let's let's have some pride in this and so let's, yeah. yeah so would it be accurate to say kind of the big idea behind youth safety is is preparing our next generation of workforce, yeah. uh, and so the and so that not only do they, as they get those teen jobs, that we want our kids to have jobs and work experience, right. that um, their employers aren't thinking, oh, they're just a kid. We don't need to train or educate them to the same level we would our other employees because it's a temporary, it's temporary in nature, or they're young, or right. there's other employment laws that you know we. They, we don't have to comply with or we need to remember about working hours or whatever, uh-huh. but it's um, it's providing that foundational piece to keep those young workers safe in their youth jobs, but also a foundation to build on when they enter the workforce. Is uh-huh. that the big idea? I think that I think the, the is to increase awareness. We want to yeah. educate them about yeah. what what their role is in the workplace. It's yeah. also about personal responsibility to their coworkers. Right? Sure. So we'd like them to be in a position to have enough information mm-hmm. to be educated so that they can advocate for themselves and their coworkers so that they can reasonably spot risk yep. and, and be, re- be responsible enough to report risk yeah. because they have, this, they have this awareness and knowledge that they didn't otherwise yeah. have. It's also really interesting. That's the conversation with the trades. We would really like these kids to, to go through this process so that when... Before they enter a journeyman program or an apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. they have a, already have a commitment to safety. They so that this isn't tools. something mm-hmm. that they had to be taught later on. Mm-hmm. They have this sense of self mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and responsibility mm-hmm. to other. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, safety's invisible, Joe. Right. Like, I'm not a safety professional. <laughs> it's in everything. It it's is in, in everything. everything. It is in everything. And kids don't know that. Right. Right. It's okay. Unless they're growing up in a right. household where their parent is a safety professional, they don't. Yeah. And the idea is 
is if if um, if this youth safety initiative, when it has legs, which will be soon, yeah. uh, that the there's access, so there aren't r- barriers to access no. to the information, to no. the education, no. to the awareness. Free, free. right? It's free. Exactly. It has to be entirely yeah. free. And then, I mean, it's a huge. It requ- It's a big lift. Mm-hmm. So we need a 50 state solution. A massive rollout plan. Yeah. Fortunately, we have pieces in place for that. We already have the structure around the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's finishing the delivery mechanisms, and there are a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. But we want it in every high school. I want it in. I want it in every employer for onboarding. Yeah. So that every kid that walks through, and maybe it's a natural fit for onboarding. And if I end up reaching. The forty-five-year-old who's got a mid-career, mid-life change, who's never careers, had, but yeah. never had safety. Good for us, right? Right. right. It's the mm-hmm. same base of yeah. information that yeah. everyone should have access to. Yeah. Fabulous. So let's put it in mm-hmm. that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of work for the foundation, and it's fabulous, important work. Yeah. So, question: how, how, where does the funding come from? How does that piece work? Well, it's tricky, as, right? As the philanthropy officer, I this know. is like this is your focus, right? Right. So, yeah. so. The philanthropy officer is a fun role because we get to give away money, but we also get to ask for money. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I get the dual. I uh-huh. get the dual opportunity. Um, fortunately, we have some fabulous support from BCSP proper, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't just to say, "Hey, let's have a foundation," but we're not going to give you any support or resources. Yeah. So they're super. They're fabulous that uh-huh. way, and they're super committed. But it's from it's from individuals. Mm-hmm. We have we have major donors who've been um, who've looked at us and said. We've done, you know, scholarships at other places, or we've done scholarships with other, you know, even, you know, we'd like we're interested in supporting you, in scholarships. But we really let's do these programs. Yeah. Like we haven't had this place before, so yeah, yeah let's do that. Mm-hmm. And we have companies that are in that same space that they that safety may not be entirely what they do, but they want a robust safety culture. They believe yeah. in a robust safety culture, yeah. so they may come from in a different industry, mm-hmm. but. They get this as a part of their commitment to community mm-hmm. and a commitment to their to their workers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That having investing in this means that their kids will grow up safe. Right. It also yes. is self interested. Right. Mm-hmm. They would like to attract people into their company structure who have some sense of safety already. It supports their culture long term, and they think they feel like if they do this now, growing the workforce for tomorrow. Exactly yeah. right, and yeah. growing an educated workforce yes, right. for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, who already who doesn't think of safety as a burden or rules or regulation, but it's a part of their core being and yeah. it's a value for them personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they I have think, a language for it. Right when they get to work. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they it makes it easier mm-hmm. on that employee mm-hmm. and, and employer, and it makes it easier for them as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. it's. So it's, it's both. It's individual support and corporate support. And then, fortunately, we also have um, some, some project support from uh, other foundations. Yeah. So okay. that 50, it's, it's interesting yeah. you can have that inter-foundation okay. relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're working with other foundations mm-hmm. and endowments who are in education and workforce development and youth safety space mm-hmm. or would like to be there in young person health, um, youth health. Sure. So, and they see this as a a direct reflection both from a workforce development and mm-hmm. from healthy communities mm-hmm. um, and access. Yeah, right, so, yeah. right, right. So how long have you been with the foundation? Uh, two years. Two, two years? years in October. So they hired me to start the foundation. Um, she had a very specific vision of what she wanted to yeah. accomplish, and so did the board. Yeah. Um, and so we've been there. I've been there since yeah. the very beginning. 
So, um, and, you're, and you're not a safety professional because that wouldn't necessarily be the fit for a philanthropy officer. No, but you're I'm getting not. dangerously knowledgeable, or as I'm, the pun intends, accidentally. Yes, you're accidentally becoming a safety professional. <laughs> I am. I am. I think um, so. Asking for money is a tricky thing, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, it has to be values based. Yeah. Um, you have to really believe mm-hmm. in why you're asking people to join you mm-hmm. on this important journey of commitment of resources, whether it's time from volunteering or financial resources. Yeah. And safety makes sense to me. Hmm. I came to the foundation from um, capital campaign work, building buildings. Okay. You know, it's real obvious, bricks and mortar, we need it. Yeah. And it, uh, most of my work was done um, in rural health care. Mm-hmm. So if you're out in the middle of the Dakotas, yes, uh, or if you're out in Northern California, other places that where if an accident happens, you're two hours away from a medical facility, that's a problem. You're talking it, about access. I am. Mm-hmm. And also recognizing that those healthcare institutions are also maybe the largest employer in a region. Right. And that's not a big employer, but if the hospital should go away, yeah. then it radiates out to the town mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, it's high need, right? Mm-hmm. These are, mm-hmm. um, so safety seems to resonate to me that way as well. Yeah. And I kind of started to think about it. And I'm sure that this is probably very not safety. But I think of it as the invisible web that holds and binds us together. It's 100% safety. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Keep going with that. that, I don't know if that's a common phrase. I don't know if you... It's not. You made it up, but I'm I'm understanding what you're saying. It is is a tie that binds us together. It does. It's in everything. It is. It's in how how we grow our food and how we deliver our food to to, to, um, the grocery. It's in how healthcare is delivered. It's yeah. in our IT systems. It's in our roadways. It's, yeah. I mean, it's in all the things that make it possible for us to get everything done every day. Yeah. Safety is the built-in component, mm-hmm. but no one sees it. Right. So sometimes it's not part of the conversation, the bigger mm-hmm. society conversation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the yeah. value of human? What's the value of our existence? Well, yeah. it's built on safety. Yeah. Beautifully put. Um, Beautifully. So it is invisible until something goes wrong. Until that's <laughs> right? the and that's what yeah. I always say. Until yeah. you, that's the only mm-hmm. time we see it. That's the only time we have yeah. the bigger public conversation about the safety. Yeah. And so that's why it's the invisible thread. And it, yeah. but it holds and binds us together as communities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. as 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 small communities mm-hmm. of families and as large communities and neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And um, so. It really struck a chord with me mm-hmm. because it's an area of high need, and yeah. I think that safety should be uh, safety is a human right, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. think that you can have a really good conversation about the value of a brand, the value of a corporate reputation, mm-hmm. or the value uh, of any of those things without including the human factor. Mm-hmm. 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 So mm-hmm. Um, it's, an, it's fun. Um, so that's why, so there's value to me. Yeah. And so when I'm asking someone to come along in that journey with us, when I'm asking a yeah. company to come along, it's it's a little aspirational, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be our best selves. Yeah. And let's do this together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it for me. Mm, that's beautiful. It's Beautifully fun. put. What great work. 
<laughs> it's great work. Well, it gets me excited every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really cool environment. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's an amazing opportunity. Um, yeah, we're yeah. gonna do the the summit, and it was our first thing, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it, the it was only a hundred people, but mm -hmm. that's what we wanted, right? We wanted a hundred people to really connect with each other. Yeah, maybe it gets to one hundred and fifty in two mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. They did. So much so that we're going to Toronto for the World Congress. Oh wow! So, <laughs> I yeah, uh, we thought we thought hey, we got in two years mm -hmm. to plan this. It'll be super. No, uh -huh. we're gonna go to the World Congress and we're gonna hold a two-day summit uh -huh. with the same sort of like conversations and experiences before that. Yeah. And during that time, and the the intent is to get more of a global perspective, and then be able to bring some of those individuals and bring that community back sure. to the 2021. Sure. But I don't think I anticipated that much. Like, this is amazing, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was it was great. It's great. So yeah, we're off and running again. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So as we wrap up our time today, I'm thinking about um, you've you've dropped so many great ideas for people. Okay. So. Um, First, if someone listening is like, hey, you know, maybe my company would be interested in helping the foundation, Okay. Um, where should they go? They can go right to our website, mm -hmm. bcsbfoundation.org, mm -hmm. and there's a contact us button, but there's also phone numbers there. Sure. Um, and they can, if if they're already a credential holder, you can just call into BCSB yeah. and someone will put you directly through to me. Yeah. Um, but I would start with the bcsbfoundation.org and you can see more about our programs. And Jill, we do have programs that specifically support for corporate culture. Okay. So oh, okay. if you're really interested in mm -hmm. supporting your safety culture yeah. and you want to find pathways to do that, mm -hmm. we can help you with that as well. Okay. That's a great resource. Yeah. And so if people want to, are interested in applying for the scholarship for um, school, for themselves, for yes. their own development, mm -hmm. they can do that through the website as they well, can. find the information there. They can. Right. And then um, the other was about the... Um, uh, the research and innovation right. uh, grants to apply for. And you can do that through your website, too? You can. And okay. then we also have a summit page. And so okay. um, they're, I'm going to tell you, they're currently redoing that summit page right now. So it's great. We'll have all mm -hmm. of the findings from the last summit, and then we'll have preview for the future summits there. Okay. So all of the, that basic information is right there on the website. Yeah. And we're yeah. happy to, to have people yeah. access it and run through the contact page or just mm -hmm. give us a call. Sure. And if someone is inspired by what they heard about the youth safety initiative that you're starting to work right, on, right. Um, can they just send you an email or pick up the phone and call and say, Absolutely. hey, I want to be part of the conversation? Yeah, please include me in this process. Okay. I'm ready to, to be, uh, if you're a subject matter expert, I'm happy to share the information with you on, okay. on how you can put your oar in and really help us row. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. That's fabulous. Christine, thank you so much for your time. It's you great. are an accidental safety professional. Oh, I'm excited you've got, now. <laughs> you've, you've got it down. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the work that you're doing. We're thank excited. you for the work that the BCSP is doing. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the time, Jill. Yeah. And thank you all for spending your time listening today. And more importantly, thank you for your contribution, making sure your workers, including your temporary workers, make it home safe every day. If you'd like to join the conversation about this episode or any of our previous episodes, you can follow our page and join the Accidental Safety Pro community group on Facebook. If you aren't subscribed and want to hear past or future episodes, you can subscribe in iTunes, the Apple Podcast app, or any podcast player you'd like.
You can also find all of our episodes at vividlearningsystems.com slash podcast. We'd love it if you could leave us a rating and review us on iTunes so that other safety professionals can join in the conversation and connect with one another here on the podcast. If you happen to have a suggestion for a guest, including if it's you, you can contact me at social at vividlearningsystems.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.